All right. You ready? <clears throat> Are you hype enough? Ah! All right. Much better. Thank you. Count me down, coach. Three, two, one. When I wish upon a star for that one special girl to take me on the ride to a whole new world. Under the sea of bare necessities You've got a friend of me Cause I'm fun and fancy free With you on my arm People won't know what to do Say I wanna be like you Bibbidi bobbidi boo Like Woody and Jesse And Toy Story 2 Girl I have your name written On the bottom of my shoe Hello and welcome to episode 14 Of Married with Mouse Ears I am one of your hosts Michael Agnew I'm your other host, Zara Agnew. And we are a couple from Dallas, Texas, who loves, loves, loves Disney World. Love it! And we just love talking about it. And so this podcast is dedicated to Disney, pop culture, and just talking about our marriage and our lives. And today, we are going to talk about a topic that we've been pushing off for a while. Because it's a hot button issue. Hot. And uh, we are going to get lots of people's opinions on this one. And that one is... Our top five favorite Disney rides. OMG. This was so hard to narrow down. Like, actually sitting here talking about it, it was difficult. Yeah. So, in future podcasts, we, we might need to do, like, a top five favorite thrill rides or, like, categorize them more. But just starting off the bat, every ride in Disney World is game. That's true. So, um, it was very difficult. That's for dang sure, because there are some that like I I love, and then there are some that are new, like like Frozen, um, but I haven't like done it enough yet to maybe warrant it being in my top five. We've only done it one time, or that, and it yeah. was a magical time. It was a very magical time. The line was stinking long. That's true. Um, so we are going to just jump right into it. Okay. All right. So, Zara, what is your, starting from the bottom, we have to build anticipation. We got to mm-hmm. build up mm-hmm. this moment. So, your number five favorite ride at Disney World. This was the hardest one. I had all my other slots kind of locked up, and then this one was kind of like free game. Yeah. But I went with the super classic, some might say the most classic um, choice, and that's going to be Small World. It's a small world, Yeah, I, I didn't want to keep singing or I might scare off the people. That's true. It's too early in the episode for my singing antics. Mm, yeah, I can sing during the whole episode, but you... Mm, Bring it. No, 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 no. The people will tune out. Okay, Small World. Things I like about it. It's a boat ride. Yeah. So it's super chill. Uh-huh. Um, usually we're with my grandma, so we can get on pretty quickly because we go in the wheelchair line. Meemaw Fast Pass. That's what we call the Meemaw Fast Pass. We will need to do a podcast episode just on Disney World hacks and pro tips. That's one of them. One of them is bring your grandparents. (laughs) You can cut a lot of people in line. (laughs) This one, um, it used to be to where you get on like right away, but the last few times we've been there, they give you like a ticket. And they're like, come back in an hour or something like that. So it's like a, like you kind of have to wait, but not really. Because people know that the system has been yeah, abused. They know. So that's okay. It's still, it still works. So Small World. I love the opening sequence, like right when you walk up and it's like the clock tower and it's all sparkly and pretty. And like every 15 minutes they do that little clock tower song. And then like, I think every hour the clock actually opens. Yeah. 
in like special little characters come out and do a little dance. That's so cute. And then I like um, all the costumes, obviously, like all the dolls. Um, Mary Blair did was the Mary Blair designer for Small World and all the costumes. See, this this is a world that I know nothing about. You do not, but that's okay. I'm here to educate you and help you learn. I appreciate it, Zara. Um, she did all the costumes. They're beautiful. Most of them are sparkly. I like to try to look at um, the dolls and kind of guess like what their specific region or country oh, is. Oh, sure. Yes. Like def- that's fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's just a nice little ride that really does make you like think like and just feel happy and you're like oh it really is a small world like we can all be friends like it's just like a ride that gives you happiness when i mean you're in the happiest place on earth already yeah but this is like the happiest ride in the happiest place on earth yeah so you'll just feel all warm and cozy and like the world like you can be friends with other people the song it's a small world Mm -hmm. is probably the number one song that i think of about disney world yeah so so from that and i definitely agree if the disneyland version of small world was at disney world oh my gosh that would probably be in my top five that's true so we might have mentioned this when we talked about the differences between disneyland and disney world but disneyland has actual characters from the Disney movies inserted into like the country that they would be from. It's For example, it's genius. It's crazy. So like Lilo and Stitch in the Hawaii slash like Polynesian yeah. area, little mermaid was in like the oceany area. I don't know what country that but goes like, with, but, but like it was cool. Merida was, Merida was with like Scotland or yeah. Ireland. Uh huh. Um, we had Woody and Jesse, I think they were in they like, were the like Texas America, Plains. like yeah. Texas. Um, there's definitely some other ones in there oh, too that I can't oh, think of. Oh, there were but... probably like 20 characters. Yeah. So that was even more fun. So like, I love that one. Like yeah. we, we, we actually rode that ride twice mm-hmm. just so the second time going through, we, we could, could try to like, spot more of the characters. Yeah. So that wasn't really like a hidden Mickey, but it was more like, like a hidden character find, which was super fun because they don't have that at Walt Disney World. And also... Um, the Disneyland version at Christmas. Oh, they, oh, we'll have to post a picture of it or something like the the so the line for that one is actually outside, and there's no like covering or anything, so you can see the like clock tower in mm-hmm. the front part like from far away, even when you're walking up, and the outside clock tower area they've completely covered in lights like completely so many lights so many lights so many lights um and they do like a show like it plays like music and like a certain pattern every few minutes or whatever so there was a wait for that one um i don't know if we're just there during a busy time or if there's like always a wait for that one like during christmas time but it was worth it because you even when you're waiting in line you could see like the really awesome show so anyway that that ride I feel like it's a must-do for everybody, yeah, yeah. any age group, I mean, is going to like this ride. It's just a good time to, like, sit down and just kind of relax and enjoy yourself. Well, well yeah, so before we started recording, you gave me, like, a few options of what you were considering for this fifth spot. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad that you chose this one because I feel like this is a very Zara-styled ride. Yeah, it des- it deserves And it deserves to be in your top five. All right. My top five, I have actually only ridden this ride a handful of of times, 
Seven Dwarves Mine Train. Okay, okay, okay. Um, so it is, it's been around for probably four or five years now. Something like that, yeah. Um, but the line is always so long at Magic Kingdom mm-hmm. that I only ride it like once it is every, the time newest, that, every time that we go. The newest edition of <clears throat> New Fantasyland. Like it was the last thing that they put in. Yeah. I think it went in either like 2012 or 2013. So yeah, it's it's definitely newer. Yeah. And as far as, so, so I love roller coasters and faster rides as we will see throughout this top five and seven and the mine train was is just fantastic i love the element of like the swinging carts it's very cool it's kind of subtle it's not like super swing it but is like, subtle but if you are able to yes. get your whole cart to like Disney swing life with hack. you yes so um, it's like usually me you my brother and my cousin hunter yeah and we're like all right let's start swinging and we're just like Go left, just rock go right, exactly. you rock, and you rock back and forth, and we're like those crazy people, and everyone is staring at us, and it's so funny. But you rock so much. It's pretty great. And it's very, very cool. Um, I like it, whereas like Space Mountain, you can't really see anything. Mm-hmm. Rock and Roller Coaster, you can sort of see stuff. Um, but Seven Dwarves, you can see the whole thing, which, which also, is very cool. Well, it's kind of like Big Thunder Mountain in that it's like an indoor yeah. slash outdoor. Uh-huh. Mostly outdoor, but that's kind of cool. Yes. And it's like Big Thunder, except for you actually go fast. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. People say <clears> it's <throat> like an in-between ride of Goofy's Barnstormer. Like, that's a little baby roller coaster. Okay. Then you kind of graduate to this one, and then Big, I think Big Thunder is Wait, what? more intense. No. No, you don't what think so? What in the world? That's what, oh, okay. Well, no, you're insane right now, Zara. So you think Big Thunder would be the next step? Yes, I can take a nap on Big Thunder. Oh my gosh, you could not take a nap. No, all right. Those little drops, surprise drops will get you. They do, but Seven Dwarves is actually really intense. Like, more intense than I think. Yeah. I miss Snow White's scary adventure, but I'm glad that we have this instead because I think it's, I mean, it's overall better ride experience. Yeah. Like it's missing a little bit of that super creepy nostalgia, but it like overall is a really great ride. Like back when it was going in, they kept showing these sneak peek videos of the like technology that was going into making the dwarves. I think yeah. that was like the first time they had used that type of projection technology. Yeah. And now it's used again in the Frozen ride. But the way they project onto the dwarf to, to make it seem really lifelike is really yeah. cool. I also forgot one of the greatest parts of this ride, and that is the queue, the wait line of, yes. the, of this ride. Which you're going to stand in for a while. You are. And this they, was one of the... thought about it. The, yeah. This is one of like the most interactive... Mm-hmm. line cues so like there is this part where everyone starts spinning and trying to like mine these different jewels and and they have the touch screen thing where you put the gems into their different buckets yeah um so little kids love that and they love like it. get stuck and their parents are like come on jimmy you gotta get on the ride exactly and they're like still playing or whatever yeah. but it's fun so whereas yeah like other rides it's just like all it's just like a long line and you wait for an hour and you're just bored. This one has a few little gimmicks to get you through that line. Exactly. All right. So what is your fourth favorite ride at Disney World? We're going to have to go with Expedition Everest. Whoa. Okay. I know that this was a hard decision again, but I'm going Animal Kingdom and this is definitely my favorite ride at Animal Kingdom. Definitely. Yes. So... Again, I like the whole experience of this ride. 
We don't normally go through the queue, which that one um, isn't like interactive, but it's very, it has a lot to look at. It's like very, a museum. Yes. I think we've talked about this before. It's like a museum. It's definitely worth going through at least one time, but we usually do single rider and it's usually pretty fast. Like we can get on, get off. We usually do it about like three times in a row, I'd say. Um, but I like this ride. I like the kind of slightly spooky quality of it, like the music and um, going through that um, tunnel when you're going up the first hill with all the like artifacts on the walls and the music. And especially if you do it at nighttime, I really yeah. like that uh -huh. experience. Um, you just can see, you can look out and see a lot of Animal Kingdom and a lot of other parks in the distance, which is really cool. You get a really nice view. Um just, just the whole experience I really like. And, of course, I like the um, the backwards element of oh, it. It's yes. super heck cool. Yes. Definitely hardcore. It's a tummy, tummy tickler, as tummy we say, tickler. in my family. Um, it'll get you, you know, it'll wake you up, um, get you excited. Um, the drop isn't too bad. I actually really hate, like, big drops on roller coasters. And this one, I think, since it kind of curves at the end, isn't as bad as, like, a normal drop. And this one, um, you take a picture on. So sometimes we do like funny pictures yes. when the drop happens. And of course it has the creepy Yeti who doesn't move anymore. The creepy Yeti. Dead Yeti. Yeah. But it's still kind of like spooky and, oh, yeah. and cool to look at and just kind of like still kind of scares you a little bit while you're going on the ride. So overall, I just really, I really like this ride. And it's also very cool whenever you ride it during the Rivers of Light show mm -hmm. because... We did that, As yeah. you get up super high, you you, you can, can see, see the floats it and off stuff. into the distance. And, and there's, like, fireworks and fun stuff. The line isn't as hardcore, too. That, too. Yeah, that, too. All the things. Do you remember Turbo? Oh, my gosh. This is such a great story. So, was this our most recent trip? Yeah. yeah so, in March, um, we were in the single rider line. Um, no, but I think we were in the, were we in the Fast Pass line? Uh, yeah, it was. The, yeah, Fast Pass line. Fast Pass line. Um, so we see this little kid, um, I'm in line with like my aunt. He's my like cousin, maybe Michael, nine, 10 years old. Wearing like a red shirt. Anyway, he kind of just starts to sneak past us and we see him just kind of like casually walk up to groups of people and kind of stand next to them. And like every like 30 seconds or so, he'll just kind of like dart in and out and yeah. move creepily up to the next group of people. And we're like... We're kind of looking around like, who's this kid with? And we like kind of like talk to another group in line like near us. We're like, is he with you guys? They're like, no. Um, <laughs> we come to find out he's literally by himself. He's by himself. And so we just called him Turbo because he was just like turboing through this line, just and like we, skipping people. We call wheedling, um, sneakily moving <laughs> yeah. past other people and getting closer in line when you probably shouldn't get closer. Um, so I think he ended up getting on before us when he was definitely, he was he like for maybe, few, for maybe five minutes. Yeah. Like line. two cars in front of us probably. And we see him like walk up and he's like, just one. And yes. so he gets off by himself. And then I think of me and my aunt were in the gift shop afterwards. And like, we saw him reunite with his family. Like they didn't want to go on it again or something like that. And he's like, that's fine. Just go by myself. Too stinking funny. Hilarious. There was another time, I think on our honeymoon, we were trying to ride this ride and we were in the single rider line oh, and I think it started to rain. It did. It started to rain, and so since this is like an outdoor ride, we couldn't go on it. We were so sad. So we waited in line for like 20, 30 minutes, and then we just gave up. Yeah, it was bad. Rip. 
Rip. All right, well, my fourth favorite ride, Pirates of the Caribbean. What a good choice. Probably the most classic, one of the most classic Disney rides that I can think of. Um, I love Pirates. I love this ride. I love Johnny Depp and Captain Jack Sparrow and the Redhead. Mm-hmm. Uh, regardless of what culture is telling us, we want the Redhead. We, we want the, the Redhead. redhead. Um, so yeah, so I just love it. This is like one of the go-to rides. We ride it multiple, multiple times whenever we are at Disney World. Because usually there's not too long of a line. Yeah. And it's like a boat ride, and so there's water all around. There is a little tiny drop. Um, it's just great. I love it. So do, were you happy with the addition of the Johnny Depp character into this ride? Yes. You think it added to it? I am pro adding any Disney element to the movies. Whoa. Pro. So whether that like is... Like any ride, you would be down with that? Yeah. So like I... Like how he said it in like Small World. Like... Yeah. Like that, I was, I was from the beginning pro Frozen Ride Whoa. taking over Norway Ride. Ooh, rip Norway. I am pro adding Disney rides to each land in the... World Showcase. That at, would be exciting. At Epcot. We will have to talk about that one time. Um, I'm, that is a full conversation. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I think that, yeah, trying to add as many, like, Disney elements would be good. So, yeah, so so adding Captain Jack, adding um, Barbosa or mm-hmm, Davy Jones, mm-hmm. whichever one, in, like, the fog as you enter, like, that's cool. I like yeah. making it, like, a full it, kind it of, like, Disney universe. adds to the story, the dimension, the depth of the ride, kind of gives it more depth and, like, a backstory. Mm-hmm. Something people will recognize. Yeah, I like it. It's yeah. Good. I'm just not very old school. I just, like, change in all areas of of my life. Like, like I am totally fine with that. And Disney World is not the, is not an exception to that. Okay. I welcome it. All right. What is your number three? Okay. I'm going to go with another great classic. Yeah. Magic Kingdom. Yeah. It's going to be Haunted Mansion. Ooh, nice. I just love this ride. So I said a few pods ago how I would want to work at this ride. Um, And I love the cast members who work at this ride. Because they have to be all creepy and spooky and like literally not talk to you. So funny. Um, So people, this ride I feel like has a cult following. Like People really like this ride. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I'm not, I won't say I'm like the cult following side, but I, this is definitely like, it's on my top five. I want to do it every single time. Um, I like the spooky elements, even though I like, don't normally like scary things, but this definitely isn't scary. I don't ever remember like not going on this ride because it was scary. It used to be scarier. Did it? So my brother Nathan, whenever he first started going, like, so like his first couple times going, he couldn't go. Like, it was too scary for him. Um, and so, like, he would, like, cry. I think my cousin was scared, too. Because, Sorry, Hunter. Because because the ghost heads in the cemetery used to pop up way, oh my way, gosh. way yes. more frequently. And I so don't that know. is what would scare you. I don't know when they changed that. It must have been a few years ago. But I definitely remember that. Like, yeah. in that graveyard scene, those ghosts. Ghost would could literally give you a heart attack. One hundred percent. And I agree, they do. They like don't pop up, or if they do, they don't make a loud noise like right next to your uh-huh. ear, like where they used to pop up. Yeah. But I agree, it used to be. I honestly way wish that it was like was a little bit scarier, but 
I also have a heart for the five-year-olds who who would get scared. Yeah. I like going through and every time trying to just look at the fine details, like trying to see everything, kind of soak it all in, take it all in. Um, I like weirdly reading like Disney history. Like there's so much history about this ride, especially when it opened at Disneyland. Um, like it didn't open for a really long time, like way after the park opened because they had a hard time like plotting out the storyline and deciding what exactly what it was going to be. And there's different like folklore that surrounds it. Uh And there's in Disneyland, they have the hat box ghost who was like only around for like a short time. And then recently he came back and he has, he has a cult following. Oh, remember riding it in Disneyland and he's this ghost. Um, I think right before you go out into the graveyard from the attic Yeah, and he was in the corner and he's a little ghost, and he has a hat box that okay. he holds. And um, as it changes, like, you'll see his face, his head, like, where yeah. his head should go. And okay. then his head is in his hat box. Yes, yes, yes. And I don't know why he is cold falling, but he does. He just so does. So he's famous. Yeah. Um, so this is another one that has some differences um, from Disneyland. Oh, um, Because definitely. during, definitely. when we went last year during Yo. the holiday season. Yo. It was amazing. Seriously. Y'all, you have to go experience this. Married so with good. Mouse Ears number one public service announcement that you need to do. Go to Disneyland during Christmas time. Yes, one, 100%. There are so many differences. and It like, was so cool. In Haunted Mansion, they just redid the entire the, ride. Like, it's a whole new ride. Like, you would not. So, number one, it the outside of it looks way different to me. It looked totally different mm-hmm. from the Disney World version. Um, which was kind of interesting. Like the queue is different. They don't have that like interactive queue part, but the mansion itself looks kind of different. Um, I don't really know like American history wise, like the colonial differences, but it looks different. And then when you go inside, um, the, uh, stretching room actually does stretch down. Like it's a literal elevator, which is weird. Yeah. That was different. And so the walk up leading to the ride is different. They have like pictures on the walls. Um, so those are some differences. But for holiday season, they it's do the Jack um, Skellington. They do the Nightmare Before Christmas overlay for like Halloween going into Christmas. So it's like for several months that yeah. they do this. Yeah. Um, but the outside of the ride has like all these glowing pumpkins and it's all decorated fall and Halloweeny. And then you go inside and like the pictures on the wall are Jack Skellington. The creepy guy over the fireplace is Jack Skellington. The stretching room pictures are Jack Skellington. Literally everything is completely different. Yeah. And so there's these beautiful like scenes of presents stacked up and all the characters are there and the best part was that when you went through the ballroom sequence, there's this huge gingerbread house that uh-huh. they make every year. And they make, I've heard they make it different every year. And it, when you go through there, it literally smells just like gingerbread. And that was my favorite part. Yeah, I was like, does. where can I get this candle? It smells so good. Truth. So anyway. Zara knows probably 90% of the words that are said during all of the Haunted Mansion rides. I do like to sing those and, songs. And so I'll just be Your riding with toast. her. Yeah. I'll, I'll, just, I'll, I'll just be riding with her. Whether it is in like the welcome entrance. Yes. Kind of like beginning like getting onto the ride or during the actual ride. Your memory of this stuff. Like I've seriously ridden Haunted Mansion 30 times like at least. And 
it's almost like a new ride for me every time. Oh I gosh. I just can't like retain information like that, and and you can. I just love uh, in the stretching room too when that the host is like talking, and he says. There's always my way, and then it gets all dark, and everyone freaks out, yeah. and you see like the hanging guy at the top, and everyone screams. My family likes to scream and try to freak people out. I and think it's so funny. Lots of people like to scream. It's just what you do when you ride that ride. You just yep. have to scream and freak out. Yeah, I like I like to say all the lines like "Hurry back." That is your favorite. Hurry back. A ghost will follow you home. <laughs> Anyway, it's one of my favorites, obviously. All right. Well, my number three ride, bringing out my competitive side, Toy Story Mania. Okay. This one almost made it into my top five. It's definitely right now, I'd say it's the best ride at um, Hollywood, Hollywood Studios. Studios. Yeah. Well, don't worry. I got another Hollywood Studios ride coming up. Okay. That's fine. Right. Oh, oh, okay. No, I thought I forgot about the thrill ride. Sorry, guys. Yeah. yeah but yeah. for me, it's it's the best ride at Hollywood Studios right now. Yeah. Well, yeah. So Toy Story Mania. Well, one, as you heard from a previous podcast, Toy Story is my favorite Dis- Disney movie. I just love the whole universe. Mm-hmm. I love Buzz and Woody. Um, so that obviously got a bump up from me. I love competing with other people, and I love video games, and that's sort of like a video game, doing like the arcade thing. So if you haven't done Toy Story Mania, basically it has these interactive midway games where you have this gun with a pull string, and you go, and there are- It's kind of hard to describe, like a little bit. Well, yeah, so it's it's like a screen game. So you are in this car, and you go to different screens. You have a partner sitting next to you, and then on the back of your car- um, like behind you, there's like a divider and there's two people on the back of your car. So it's yeah. like a four seater. And so basically you tried to do these different arcade games with this screen. So whether, so whether that is like your gun is a Nerf gun and you try to like hit this, these ducks from like a duck gallery or, or your gun shoots rings mm-hmm. and you try to put rings over different like Toy Story Midway elements. Or like, hitting pies or yeah. yeah, dart guns, different like classic. Or there's one that shoots things. darts and it has balloons. Uh-huh. So there's like a bunch of different stuff like that. I love doing I I just love games like this. This is like Buzz this is like Buzz Lightyear Astro Orbiter times two. Like it's just like um or Space better. Ranger Spin, not not yeah, Astro I got what Orbiter. You meant. Space Ranger Spin. Um, it's a better version of that. So it is a better version because your car, you don't have to like steer your car. It steers by itself. Yeah. Yeah. So you're moving throughout a room to these different screens and it like spins around and moves while you're, you're playing these games. So yeah, you don't And instead of like a button, you you have the pull string. Definitely works better. Your wrist still hurts really bad after you're done Oh yeah. You, yeah, yeah. You, you got to do those like forearm workouts beforehand to get the best way. Um, I'm sure that on YouTube there are like secret hacks to oh where gosh. you can see how to get the most points. And every time that I am in line, I want to look these up, but I just can't because would it, just ruin the magic? Because it, it would ruin it. And then, then I, every time I would know what to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely don't win. Like Zara is probably beating me two, a couple times, two yeah. out of the past, like three times. Like, so it's not that I just like slay at this game or anything. It's just really fun. I just love it. And, um, the line is very, very cool. Just the whole Toy Story element. So, it, so it makes you feel like you are a toy. So this so, is another one you could wait a long time in. So I'm yes. glad that they spent extra time 
But definitely the get the fast pass though. Mm-hmm. Um, but it so they have like big versions of like shoots and ladders or candy cane or uh, candy land. What am I talking yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. about? Yeah, it's like Jacks, um, Ball and Jacks, and all of Andy's toys. You know, like all those old yeah. school toys are like giant sized, and so you really do feel like you're walking through like a toy chest or yeah. something. Yeah, and so it's just a a very fun ride. Um, and there's also that crazy Mr. Potato Head. Or is that just a Disneyland? No, yeah, I think that that's also there too. Okay, so we talked about this before. I think when we talked about Disneyland, how Mr. Potato Head. So um, at Disneyland, you don't get this experience really because it's out. The yeah. queue is outside, so Correct. you only really get to see like Mr. Potato Head, and that's it. Um, which he's really cool. He's interactive. He talks with you. He kind of like watches people walk by, talks with them, or whatever. But he, it's he, definitely a different he, experience. He's like one of Hollywood the most like intelligent animatronics that Disney has. And he interacts with the crowd and does different things. It's very fun. It's cool. Yeah. Yes. I love the stride shoot. That's definitely a really good choice. All right. What is your number two, your second favorite ride at Disney? Okay. We overlapped with the Pirates movies on our top five. Yeah. And I'm going to overlap again That's totally with the fine. Pirates ride. Bring it. As my number two, because I also love this ride, and yeah. it is a classic. My family's been doing it as long as I can remember. Um, like my, This is one my whole family still does. Like My grandparents come on it. Um, I just love it. My, gran- my grandma loves it. Um, it's just a great, like you said, classic boat ride. Um, the whole family will enjoy it. It does have that little drop, but it's not scary. Like I think that just kind of adds to the, the fun and the theming. And this is another one that I will sing all the words to. I don't know all the words, but I will still sing along to it and say all the lines and just generally annoy people. We'll be that one boat being loud and annoying. You guys love being the loud sure. boat. That's what makes Disney Disney. That's true. Why not? That's very, very true. Another thing we've done in the past, we heard somewhere that the cast member in the window checking you, um, like, they have this, I guess, in every boat ride, um, like at Small World, they have this cast member too, um, but it's a cast member, like, looking through a window to, like, see the, telling when the boats can go, like, after you get on them. And so we heard some, I don't know, I think my cousin told me this, that they're not allowed to wave. I don't know why. Because they're, their, their hand hands has, has to, to be on a button be, or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, Um. So we heard that, and it has been our mission, but especially one night, like it was like late at night or something, and we we're like, we're going to make this cast member wave. So we were adamant. We were like... Ferociously ferocious, waving. Yeah, like the highest our hands could go, like as hard as we could wave, like trying to get their attention. And I think finally we did get one cast member. To we wave. definitely did. We yeah. definitely did. So we 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 did our quest well. Hopefully that cast member didn't lose their job. Oh God, I sure hope not. But we accomplished it. So yeah, it's at the very beginning of the ride. So like when you're getting on. Yeah. So yeah. So as you are starting into the ride, just look up, really high up there, and there's a person behind. A glass room. So again, I feel a little gypped because this ride is different at Disneyland. I think we talked about this. Um, you get a little bit of a longer ride, I feel like, at Disneyland with some different scenes and you get two drops, which is fun. A pretty big drop, actually. A, a little actually. bit bigger one than you get at Disney World. Yeah. Um, you get, it's just overall a different experience, like the entrance um, and getting on and off the ride is different. But it's a much smoother ride at Disney World. Like Disneyland... 
it wasn't as smooth. Bumpy. But it was longer and it had more stuff. So mm-hmm. it's just kind of, you can like take it yeah. both ways. I agree. I like the addition of Jack Sparrow. That was fun. My favorite scene um, is either she, we want the redhead. I like that. Or the cute little puppy dog at the end who will not give the jailers, the guys uh-huh. who jail their keys. I like that. Um, overall, just a great, solid Disney ride. You're Amen. just going to enjoy it. Amen. And usually, like I said, you don't have to wait that long. Um, I don't think there's a separate like wheelchair entrance for this one. So usually we just kind of walk on. Yeah. But the line, I've even on like the busiest really of days, it's not there going are to be longer two, than 30 minutes. Yeah, because there's two sides. There's like two boat um, entrances. And sometimes they'll have both open if it's really busy. Sometimes they'll just have one open. But usually you just kind of walk through the, like the queue is like a dungeon. You just kind of walk through the dungeon and you get on the ride. Yep. It's awesome. Truth. Truth. Okay. All right, well, I'm going back-to-back Hollywood Studios rides because Hollywood Studios is the best, all right? And I'm picking Rockin' Roller Coaster for my second favorite ride. Okay, okay. I love Rockin' Roller Coaster um, because, as I said earlier, with with Seven Dwarfs, I like thrill rides. You do. And this is the biggest thrill ride for me at Disney World. For sure. Um... From the very beginning, whenever you blast off going like 60 miles an hour from the beginning countdown to the, the different loops with the neon lights. The blaring uh, music. Yes, yes. Um, I stink and love it. Um, what is really funny is growing up, me and my brother Jacob did not love roller coasters. And my brother Nathan loved them. Hmm. And there was a time whenever Nathan... And my dad would, or maybe Nathan by himself, I don't fully remember, um, but Nathan would ride it and me and Jacob would like wait for him outside because it freaked us out, which is kind of embarrassing now, like thinking of that, like my youngest brother, who's four years younger than me, um, wanted to ride this ride. But as I, as I got older, I began to love this ride. It's great. So this ride, I like to do it because I like roller coasters that go upside down and I like this ride. But I will be honest, the zero to 60 beginning is my literal worst nightmare. Really? I hate it so much. So they take a picture on this ride right when you're going off. And every single picture, I am like scrunched up in my seat, like closing my eyes, like with this look of terror on my face. I'm like literally trying to contract my body as far as it can go. Like, (laughs) I don't know why that helps. It just helps me prepare for it. I don't know why. But it is the worst. That like G force feeling is oh, it's the worst this feeling is in the world. Yeah. So sometimes I get really nervous, like going out. So I'm like, can I do it? I don't know. Can I do it? Like I always do it because after I get off, like I'm like, that was awesome. I love it. Like the the loops, I love. Um, but that beginning part is the worst. Yeah, um, Rock Roller Coaster is great. There is a single rider line. That's true. So please take the single rider line. Um, generally uh, moves faster you, unless you're unless with a group. you have a fast pass yeah unless you get a fast pass um but that's great the beginning intro with uh, the rolling eh, stones a little outdated i can pass on that i'm a little sick of that um but it was pretty cool whenever it, it, it was first, first made i wouldn't mind it being updated just a little bit right but, but oh well um but yeah the, the ride is great i love it nothing much else to say because disneyland doesn't have this right so this is kind of 
our version of California Screaming, or like Correct. the biggest, baddest the better version coasters. of it. Yeah, sure. Also, you can get drumsticks in the gift shop. I was like, what is so? What as, do you mean? As every young boy's dream is being a drummer, even ones like myself who have no rhythm, you can get drumsticks there. Did you ever get some? Yes, I did. Oh, okay. Sure. Who doesn't love drumsticks? Who knows where those are now? At the bottom yeah. of your closet, yeah. probably. Thanks, Mom Never and saw Dad. those again. All right. What is your number one oh favorite ride at Disney World's era? Some people know this about me. Some people don't. It's not like a closed secret or anything. But I just, for some reason, love Big Thunder Mountain. You do love that ride. I just love it. Uh-huh. So, as I, we talked about it earlier, it's kind of like baby roller coaster ish like it's not well i won't go baby like it's like a medium good roller coaster yeah like it's definitely still has those little tummy tickler drops and like the ones where your butt will kind of like go off your seat because it's like a surprise drop um it has the curves all around where you're like my mom used to say like i would she'd be worried i was gonna slide out the cart because like the curve is Yo, so intense it is so slidey it's very slidey i rode you'll get squished i for sure i rode by myself last time and i had never like ridden by by myself because like you You're rode sliding with around Hunter or your mom and i slid so much it was awesome super slidey yeah um i like that but i just like the the theming is definitely great like 10 for theming um the queue has a bunch of stuff. I think they added stuff a few years ago, uh, more like mine, like games and yeah. stuff. Like you can like, I don't know, blow stuff up or I, I don't, we don't ever play there, this. Yeah, there's there's a bunch different of fun like stuff. interactive stuff, um, which is cool. But I like that it's kind of it's like an outdoor coaster. I like that. Um, one of my favorite things is to do it at night when the fireworks are going off because you have fabulous views of the castle. Um, you get to just feel like the wind and I don't know. I just love that. Um, I have great memories of my family doing this all together. It has a wheelchair entrance and we would go up the back and do Meemaw it all together. Fast pass. Meemaw fast pass. Um, there was another great memory, um, probably when I was like eight or something, when we were doing it late at night, like right before the park closed and there's nobody in line. So they just let us stay on the ride. Really? We did it multiple times what in, in a world? row and, Yo. and it was so fun. I love that. Um, it's just a really fun ride for me. Always a must do. But by far the biggest pro tip for this ride is you've got to sit in the back. Oh, please. Yes. For the love of God. You might think that the front is good because it's cool to sit by the engine. Boo. That is the wrong choice. So these, this is the like classic roller coaster that I don't know how to, I don't really know about roller coasters, but like when you're going up a big hill, like it clicks and then you have to wait for like the rest of the carts to come up over the hill uh -huh. for the whole cart to release or whatever so if you're in the front you're like having this several second delay of just like wah, wah. i'm over the hill but i'm not like going fast like yeah. this is awful yeah so you definitely want to sit in the back cart whenever possible like half the time we request can we wait for the back cart like that's something you can do you can get up to the to the person who says, like, how many are in your party? And you say, can we wait for the back car? And they'll be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Now, and now there, there are times whenever there could be four cars long. Yes, because people, people, want, just waiting people know the and they want to wait. Yeah, so it might take a while. But so it's, so it's not necessarily the very, very, very back. Now, that is the best. Like the about last two But if three, you're going up to the front. Don't sit in the front half. Don't do it. Just don't just do it. Just be like, oh, we'll wait. Yeah. 
um, because it's it really does affect your ride experience um, if depending on where you sit for sure. Um, another weird thing that we like to do on this ride is <laughs> I can't believe I'm about to talk about this. <laughs> But my cousin, I don't know why he likes to do oh this. Oh my gosh, this is weird. So as we, so as your car's leaving the station, people will wave at you. The cast member will wave at you and be like, bye, have a nice trip. Hang on to your hats, partners. You know, like, have a good train ride. And Hunter will want us to, like, yell something at everybody. Like, happy birthday or... You just got engaged, or or have a Twizzler, yeah, or like, sauerkraut, yeah. Or, we don't even know. So people just then look confused, and they're like, "What did they just say?" It's or so like, awkward. What just happened? But we love doing it. It's super weird. We don't. It, it's it's pretty much only on. We I think we've done it on Space Mountain before, but like only on like car rides that yeah. like leave that spot and then like don't come back for a while yeah so you won't see those people it's, again it's very cringy but we do it we do it because it. it's disney World. it just adds to it yeah. i don't know why, why not just try to, to be weird be as weird as possible yeah that's what we like to do good callback i forgot about that yep good memories all right well okay well my favorite ride is right next to big thunder mountain another mountain and that is Splash Mountain. Okay, I'm glad you said this because I was I got nervous thinking that um, Rock and Roller Coaster was your number one and that you left this off your list. I'm oh, glad you didn't no. leave it off. No, no, I could not forget Splash Mountain. So as I think about Disney World and the Agnew family, Splash Mountain is number one. This like holds a special place in your heart way more than it does for way me. Way more. My family does it, but not like your family. Sure. Like I think your family like really loves now, it. Now it's because we have three boys, uh-huh. and boys just love getting wet. Like love log rides. Um, I don't know why. Um, and so that was a thing. And my mom just loves the songs and loves mm-hmm. like Zippy Doodah. Um, just loves all of the scenes and the slow fun nature of the ride. Um, so it's, so on one hand, it has the thrill of the humongous drop drop that you freak out about every single time. Every time it scares me to death. But it's never as quite as bad as you think it's going to be. It's still pretty bad. Okay. So it has this huge drop, but it also has just like fun songs. It has fun characters. Like tiny baby drops too, which are kind of fun. Yeah. Um, so. I, I agree. The scenes are really good. Like I like to look around, try to take it all in, like the cute little scenes of the animal, the critters the whole story of like brer rabbit being this being cocky chased. guy uh-huh. um that's being chased by brer fox and brer bear and, and he always gets away and he gets away and like he, they try like, to catch him but, yeah but then is like he tricks them and ties them up or you know they or get in like trouble. one gets their head stuck in like a honey pot like yeah like whatever then he gets caught and then you're like oh no you gotta go to the laughing place the laughing place and then he he escapes and, and everything's and, and it's good. it's all zippity doo He's having a zippity doo day. It's pretty great. Um, so, yeah. So, I just love that ride. It's super fun. We have to do it at least one time every time that I go. But sometimes... I guess you don't usually go when it's cold. Like, you don't usually go... Yeah. Sometimes it is closed, though. The last time... No, so I maybe it was Disneyland that we went. But one of the most recent times, 
nobody was was in line. Like literally, we just walked up there. There there was no line. It was freezing cold. Was it when we were in Disneyland and we did it together? Is that what you're talking about? Or do you think it was in March when we were there? One of those times. Yeah. Um, but so like normally, there's a pretty long line for 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 a Splash Mountain. And definitely get a fast time, pass if there, you can. There just was like no line, and yeah. it was glorious. Also, pro tip. If you are going onto the ride, you want to be the first person into the cart. So, so, so don't be the second person. Don't be the person on the right, or you will get soaking wet. So yeah, after the big the drop, part. yeah, after the big drop, you're kind of coming around a bend, and that part's like outside, and there you kind of get backed up a little bit behind some other carts, and there is this water trickling down the mountainside and it is a big splasher and you are if you're in the right spot like yes like you pretty much always are in that spot waiting to like go down the next little dip it's just like you're gonna get soaked it's so bad so wet it's so bad yeah and sometimes you're i hate the part when you like just get in the log and the seat's wet, and you're oh. like, dang it, my butt's gonna be wet, wet for the next hour. Wet underwear. Wet booty. It's, it's not great. fun. So if you bring like a jacket or like a little poncho or a poncho, some people have ponchos. And I always think that the first person in the cart is gonna get the most wet, but it doesn't happen every single time That's that true. way. Like it could be the second it's or kind of random or the third person. It's, it's way more randomized than we think that. Yeah. It, it is. And this one also takes a picture on it. And people love doing weird stuff on this ride. Yeah, this so, is a great ride to do something weird. So I've seen like, I don't know, on Pinterest or wherever you see pictures of people doing weird stuff. Instagram. Sure. Um, people like propose to their girlfriend on the this ride. I've seen that before. Uh-huh. People like, like men like lift up their shirts and do weird Flash. stuff. Flash. Like, sure. I don't think women do that, but men do that. Nope. I actually think that you can't do that. I think that the they, picture like, people... They like don't post that picture. If if uh, nipples are, are shown... You're probably right. It's, they don't yeah. post it. Yeah, exactly. But um, it's always super fun for like... And pretty much any ride that takes a picture. Like Space Mountain, Splash Mountain. Um, there's other ones. Yeah. But it's fun to like plan, there like is to plan an, something there out. There is an art. To taking to pictures. Planning. My favorite though is all of our Splash Mountain pictures are is you behind me yes. or like next to me yes. and I am your shield. With my hood on, ducking down. And like you can't even see you. It's Everyone, like you aren't even on the ride. I'm scared and I don't want to get wet. These you are, are ducking down so much. Yes. It's, it's so funny. And you and Hunter are like doing the thing where you look like you're taking a nap or like yeah. doing the like curious man or like who knows what y'all are there's doing, a lot of different ones all sorts of different stuff it's wearing great. your sunglasses there was one where the guy behind us put his legs up yes. so like he put his legs up and then that leaned seems back really dangerous. as if he was taking a nap and seems I, like you could fall like, out of the ride bro how did you do that sir you're on the back row. what are you doing you are like a dad like that's a lot of flexibility good job sir yeah but i'll agree that's a great ride definitely not one of my favorites because of the uh, all of the discussed reasons, yes, but yes, I can see why you like it. All right, well, that is what we have for our uh, top five favorite rides. Um, please check us out on Facebook or 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 Instagram. We will be posting pictures and lists of our top five. So let us know what which, are your favorites. Which rides did we miss? Which rides are you angry about? Um, which rides do you agree with? Yeah, or that or have good memories with. Yeah, so uh, let us know which ones uh, you you think should be on your top five. Top five, top five. We want to hear it. All right, well, now it's time to transition to marriage moment. 
Okay. You guys have been following the saga every podcast and probably in real life you might have been following it too, but... We did it. The Houston Astros are World Series champions. And your life is made. Literally for the next year, you have bragging rights. For the next five years. Sure. You can wear your Astros outfits everywhere. I've spent so much money. Your new t-shirt, your new hat. Um, Good news. I bought another t-shirt online. Oh my lord. So I have a a shirt. So whenever I went to the World Series game, I bought a World Series shirt. So it's like... Astros and Dodgers on yeah. the same shirt because yeah. you didn't know who won yet, right? But yeah. this one says World Series champions. Okay, you needed one that Houston said that. Ast- Houston Astros. Oh my God, you're going to wear that like I one, also once a week. I also bought a car decal yes! that, that says World Series champions. Okay, that's good. Which means I'll have that. to actually like wash my car now. True, or just the back window. Yeah. Just the back window. <laughs> um, funny story about my car. I'd never wash it like maybe like once every like, like four months. Um, and someone from church in the dust, since it has accumulated four months, wrote LA Dodgers, um, in my car windshield. So mean. And I just haven't messed with it. So, oh well, cause the Astros won. It doesn't matter. So, We um, were at, uh, or we were at a Halloween party when game six was happening and we were really hoping that would be the night that would be all over, but yeah. we all kind of had a sinking feeling it was going to go to game seven. The universe needed there to be a game seven. Game two and game five are two of the best World Series games. I'm actually super glad I was watching Game Five because that was super crazy. And it sounds like Game Seven wasn't as crazy. Yeah, no. uh, I was working and I was really sad that I didn't. get It was so sad because you had stayed up and watched like numerous games, Mm -hmm. and And I had to close that. Then on Game Seven, the game where all of the marbles counted, you couldn't watch it. But it was it was a good time in Game Five when I got to like be weird on Twitter and. Like you inter- tweeted so much. I was like, I told someone, I was like, I came out of retirement to support <laughs> my boo. Had to support him on Twitter. Yes. And Twitter was a fun place. Let me tell you, everyone was like tweeting like, because it was the most high scoring game. Like it was crazy. Yeah. 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 And be like, oh my God, they just scored. What happened? Like, you're a bad pitcher. You suck. <laughs> like, you know, I don't ever Twitter trash talk. So this yeah. was like weirdly fun for me. Yeah. So it was kind of a fun time. Yeah. So my, my tweeting life. Multiplied by a hundred. Like um, someone posted a poll on Twitter that said, "What are you most excited for? The Astros to win the World Series or Michael to stop tweeting?" By someone you mean a youth and an annoying youth. And the Michael to stop tweeting won by like twenty votes. Oh it, gosh, it was quite impressive. That is funny. But um, my lifelong journey with the Astros, with us playing in two thousand and five and losing, with our um, three straight 107 plus lost seasons, which had never been done before. Yeah. Um, there was a lot of bad. This is the culmination yeah. of it. And, it. and it all worked. And my boy, my favorite George Springer won the world series. Springer Dinger. MVP. Springer Dinger. Um, so there are a lot of great Astros players. There is Jose Altuve, which who will probably win the, was he um, the one who proposed to his girlfriend? No, that was Carlos Correa. Okay. okay, okay. So Altuve is going to win the MVP this year. Hopefully Carlos Correa. What will, do you mean? Like the MVP, like not for the world series, but for overall but, baseball, but just for the regular season baseball, okay, okay. He, he was the, the best player. Okay. Carlos Correa will probably be the favorite for the 2018 AL MVP because he's so mm. seeing it. Well, him or Mike Trout. Okay, so Mike Trout and then Carlos Correa. 
Um, but George Springer won the World Series MVP. He hit five home runs in the World Series. In seven games, he hit five home runs that had never been done before. That's pretty cool. Um, I love him because he uh, has a overcome a, a stutter, which your boy yes. also um, has. Um, I, I shared a video on What's Facebook that? where I seriously got to work i sat in the parking lot for four minutes and i just bawled my eyes out oh my watching this video of him overcoming his stutter oh my gosh. and how he's like used it to help other organizations um and different stuff as like an athlete it's actually been very very cool so i don't know if this is a time to talk about this but i saw i guess on a twitter thread someone talking about who is the best pitcher the astros have ever had yeah who, what is your take? Well, Nolan Ryan. Nolan Ryan. That's okay. what most people, yeah. what, that's what the consensus yeah. seemed to be. But they mentioned a lot of other people who I had not heard of. Okay. Well, so if we like, want to get really nerdy really quick. So Nolan Ryan played for the Astros first. And then he went to. He went to the Rangers. And then he went to the Rangers. Which that's how I know him. Is and, from the Rangers. And the Rangers have just like adopted him. As, yeah. as if like he is like. He's our own. Their player. Mm -hmm. um, he, he did whenever in his 40s fight somebody and punched him and that was like one of the most manly baseball movies or moments ever um but he's just like generally he, like the best pitcher like yeah just so basically so the astros signed him to the first ever one million dollar contract oh my god just think about that one million dollars whereas dudes now make like 200 million then after his contract was over like three years later he wanted to sign a two million dollar contract mm -hmm. and the astros were like uh no too rich for us <laughs> And then the Rangers were like, yeah, sure, we'll sign you. And then he goes to the Rangers has and a has a there. great career. And I'm super bitter, but his son is actually the president for for the Astros. Oh, no way. Yeah, and so now Nolan Ryan. So Reed Ryan is the president. Oh, wow. Nolan Ryan has now followed him and is like an advisor. That's and, super and he's ditched the Rangers. And, and he has Nolan Ryan beef, right? Yes. Something, something about yeah, that. Yes, yes, yes. Um, they still sell that at the Rangers. Very interesting. Um, Randy Johnson, we had him for half a season, kind of like how we got Justin Verlander. Um, but we have Verlander for more seasons. We, we had Randy Johnson for only like three months and we he thought was he was going good. to bring us a world series and he didn't, but, but he, really good. but he was really, really good. Roger Clemens is, mm -hmm. a, is, Clemens, yeah. is a hall of famer, um, had some steroid issues, so people don't like him as much, but oh, well, he was also good. Roy Oswalt yeah. was a Houston Astro born and bred player, not born. He wasn't born on the Astros. But we drafted him. He played for us for like 10 years. Whoa. He's probably the best like bread player. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. That was fun. Sorry. That was a lot of of Sorry, Astros people who nerdiness don't want to hear about baseball. But while Michael was watching game six. six at the Halloween party we were at, I had a first time experience. My first time ever seeing the Disney movie that I had not seen before yeah. called Hocus Pocus. Which is just crazy, y'all. I don't know how I have gone these 26 years without ever seeing this movie, but it, I have. It's because you didn't have cable growing up. That's probably true. I didn't have, there was a long period of my life where I didn't have the Disney Channel on TV. And so I think this was like a TV movie, right? Um, anyway, so it has like Sarah Jessica Parker, Beth yeah. Midler, Dono the Third Witch. Sorry, it's you're not okay. as famous. I, I don't know her either. Um, but it was funny. Like, I liked it. It wasn't, I mean, it's like one of those ones that you just want to watch during Halloween because obviously it's yeah. about yeah. witches and Halloween. But, um, I'm glad I've seen it. So now I can be kind of more in the loop. Yeah. Um, I know at like the Disney Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party, they have like different, I think they just... 
Sanderson sisters perform, or there's like songs from the movie, or just well, just, well like, this movie stuff. has become the ultimate cult classic. It's a cult movie, yeah. Like people like really love. This I mean, movie. like I had people talk to us whenever we did our top five non animated Disney movie about podcast, why we didn't include and it. And people were like, "How did you not put Hocus Pocus?" Because I in had that? never seen it before. And I'm like, "All right, I haven't seen the movie in like also, 12 years." Also, it's just a Halloween. It's movie. a good movie. It's, it's not, not top good. five, top five. No, no, no. It's I mean, it's definitely kind of cheesy. Yeah. If you think it is top five, come at us. Yeah, like, seriously. Mean, mean, like, come in a... I liked the cat. It seemed very, like, Sabrina Teenage Witch-ish. Yep, yep. But it was cute. He was cute. But, I mean, I'm glad I've seen it. Don't feel like I need to watch it again. But, you know. That's fair. First, first time. First that's, time watching it. That's fair. I did it. All right. Now it is time for everyone's favorite segment. Zero to hero. Zero to hero. Zero to hero. No time Zero to hero. Just like that. All right, Zara. So what is your hero for the week? I think my hero is that we finally finished Stranger Things. Yeah, we did. So it's been a week since it came out. Like we mentioned last podcast, we had a wedding. We've had the World Series. The, the World Series has taken over my life. Take, take no, over his life. No apologies. There has not been a lot of TV watching going on. So when we got the chance, a.k.a. today was my off day. Michael also had a day off. We just binged like the last four or five episodes of it. No, like six. Okay, maybe it was one of the A lot of episodes. Okay, well, we finished Five or six. You're right, like six. Okay, so we finished it. I loved it. Um, We liked it so much that we are going to do a deeper dive on it. Yeah, we are. Coming up in a later episode with a guest star. Aaron Pugh. He works with Michael. He is the um, youth music director. And this dude knows just more information about... Well, he is a savant in whenever it comes to movies and TV shows, Mm -hmm. just in his ability to remember literally everything that happens. So I see so many movies and and TV shows, but I just forget a lot of scenes. Aaron doesn't. And so he is going to come on and we are going to... do a deep dive about movies, TV, just different stuff he's into. Because we also saw Thor Ragnarok today. Okay, that was my second favorite thing. Yeah. It was also super good. Which um, was like hands down like really 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 good. So we'll 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 talk about that more later. But those yeah. those are my quick um, heroes. Yeah. So for the next podcast, Aaron is going to be on it. We will go. So that'll be a more pop culture centered episode. Yes. Spoiler alert. Yes. Okay. What's your hero? My hero is I saw Blade Runner this week. Um, I am a little bit behind on it. It's it's been up for like a month or so. But but I've just been you know kind of busy. But um, there was not a World Series game on Wednesday. Uh, no, was there working. was a World Series game because we won. So I must have gone on Thursday. Yeah, I think so. Um, so, so on Thursday, like, Zara was working. And um, so I went to go see the, the new Blade Runner movie with Ryan Gosling. Um, it was crazy long, three hours long. I'm super glad I did not choose to go. But it was really, really good. It was also beautiful. Um, I am not a big IMAX movie guy. Like, I don't think that that's necessary. But I wish I had seen this movie in IMAX because just the scenes were beautiful. Um, But a great movie. um, Did it make you want to see the original? I've seen the original. You did? And it was a snooze fest. Uh Uh-oh. 
All right. That's awkward. Um, well, I saw in college, um, a part of my degree dealt with like film and digital media. That was one they like wanted you to watch. Yeah. And so every Tuesday for class, we had to see th- these like classic movies. Sometimes I went to them with you. That you was fun. You did. You actually might have gone to see Blade Runner. I did with not me. see Blade Runner. Uh, I fine. think I would have mem- remembered that. Um, but it was just kind of confusing. Maybe I should see it now. Or like read a synopsis? Uh, well, well, I. I had done that going into it oh, because uh-huh. I had like forgotten some, because uh, I wanted to like know like what What's the happening? like universe was. Um, overall, really really good movie. It is it is long. Um, Harrison Ford is in it obviously because he was in the original one. Harrison Ford has redone three of his biggest movie universes. So he was in Blade Runner, mm-hmm. and then now is in this new Blade Runner. Mm-hmm. He was Han Solo. He came back as Han Solo. role. He was Indiana Jones, and then he redid the Indiana Jones with Shia LaBeouf, the Indiana Jones movie that should never be was spoken that a flop? of. Was that a flop? Oh, that it was, was generally a, a flop. huge flop. Okay, that's what I thought. Um, it dealt with aliens. It was weird. I, I remember seeing it, and I remember thinking that didn't turn yeah. out so good. I think I need to rewatch it, because in my mind, it's like the worst movie that has ever been made, no. and I can't imagine it being that bad, so I need to rewatch it. No. Um... But yeah, so shout out to Harrison Ford for just like being open to like re- trying new things. To like redoing his role in his earlier movies. He's had movies. some big roles. Yeah, yeah. No, some he big stuff. He definitely has. Yeah. Alright, so Zara, what is your zero for the week? Oh my gosh. So I like fast food and Wendy's is probably Don't we all? <laughs> I mean, some people out there do whole 30, and I don't know how y'all do it, because I like me some French fries. Guys, guess what our first day date was? Mine and Sarah's. I don't even know if you remember this. No, it was McDonald's, right? Yeah, I took you to McDonald's. Classy. We then saw 500 Days of Summer. Classy. I think we got some ice cream. Probably. And then we went to Taco Bell. What a great day. We had McDonald's and Taco Bell in the same day. That's what you do when you're in college. Honestly, that's how I knew that you were right for me. That you were a beautiful woman who just did not have... Was not high, who was not high in maintenance. Nope. And I loved it. Nope. I, I just like some basic fast food. So Wendy's is in my top five. You honestly love Wendy's more than the average person. Yeah, like you don't like it very much, but I think because of the choices around my house when I grew up, like that really does change like what that's true. You what you grow up with and what you know and love. So this was like right down the street from my house. I did not have a Waterburger near my house growing up. Like You, you had never had Whataburger. Un- until college. Until, uh, until I met you. You met me. Mm-hmm. Which is wild. It was super weird. That was not, yeah, not part of my experience growing yeah. up. Now, I love Whataburger. Um, I don't know that I would say that it's in my top five still. Um, but I love their honey butter chicken biscuits for sure. So, anyway... I do like Wendy's. Um, they don't do breakfast. Wait, did you say that Whataburger wouldn't be in your, your top five? Yeah, okay, we can't get into this right, right now. Sorry, we sorry, can't sorry, get sorry, into sorry. this. Oh, okay. Um, Wendy's, they don't do breakfast, but I feel like they do everything else really well. Like, I can get, like, a great burger there. I can get chicken nuggets. I can get a uh, salad. There's lots of options. Yeah. Frosties. Yum. Um, but I recently saw that they were advertising chicken tenders. And this is something that they've never done before. And you warned me. You're like, hmm, this is going to be interesting because there's so many places. Why? You aren't Canes. You're not Canes. You you're not PD- Chick-fil-A. You aren't Chick-fil-A. You're not PDQ. You aren't PDQ. You're what not, are you doing? Uh, I mean, Chicken Express. I mean, but the list goes on and on. Zaxby's, we don't even have one of those here. 
I mean, the list... Popeye's! Popeye, like, there's so many places. Why does Wendy's need even, tenders, too? Even Whataburger has... has McDonald's has them. Yeah. They're every place. That's the chicken tenders. I felt like they... Jack in the Box has them, and they're gross. Okay, good to know. It's not a place I go. Um, Wendy's, I guess, was like, why? We're missing out. We don't have them. Everybody else is doing them. I need to be popular and do it, too. So they did the tenders, and I tried them. And they were terrible. It's basically their nuggets, which I like their nuggets. Yeah, me too. They're kind of like basic, but I like them. They are basic. They're super basic. How do you kind of have basic nuggets? I don't know. Sometimes you just need like kind of a dry basic nugget. And uh-huh. That is it. Sure. Um, but it's like their nuggets grew and multiplied in just longer form. Yeah. So it literally tastes just like a nugget, but it was thicker and it was weird. I did not like it. Huh. It was really bad. So I had a sad, terrible Wendy's experience. Do you know it's bad whenever, like, chicken tenders taste bad? It was not good. Like, if I go to a restaurant and I don't know what to get, just I, get chicken I just get chicken tenders. Yeah. Chilies? Yes. Their Every chicken time. crispers are bomb, though. Every time. So good. Yep. So good. Okay, so, sorry. That was my zero. Can't recommend those. Yeah. What's my, your zero? My zero... The city of Houston could not go 24 hours without <laughs> being able to celebrate wonderful life. And then mourn. And Because then, Texans football, Deshaun Watson is the most fun thing about football right now. Really? He is a, a rookie quarterback who is breaking all, breaking all of these records. He won best football player of the month this past month. He has been so, 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 so good. Out of like all of the NFL? Out of all of the NFL, he won best NFL player. Out of all of the NFL, he won. Then in a practice, in a practice, not a game, not a game, but practice, uh, he had a non-contact ACL tear where he tore his ACL by running or juking or doing something in practice, just trying to get better. And he literally ripped his ACL. (laughs) Ripped his ACL. And now he's out for the whole season. The Texan season is done. You really think like there's no way? There's 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 absolutely no chance. We had already lost our best two defensive players in JJ Watt and Whitney Merciless. Wait 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 wait. JJ Watt has has been hurt for like a month now. Oh, he's been hurt. I thought you meant they like traded him. Oh no, sorry, 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 sorry. No, I was like, wait, that would be the deepest of mornings. Yeah, no, that would be so bad. No, he is just. But he got hurt too. He's injured for like the third time now. Um, and now Deshaun Watson is hurt. That's um, we traded away our first round pick to get. This for this year's draft to get Deshaun Watson. Oh my So gosh. it's not like we can like tank and get like a good pick. It's it's all mumbo jumbo. Wow, that's upsetting. I'm so sorry. But Houston still won our first championship in 20 years, the first Astros championship this ever. Will keep you riding high for a while. And I'm so hyped. I'm I'm going to go back to the Astros for sure. just, for just a second. Y'all, he can't stop. I'm such a big fan of the Astros that whenever I came to work. Um, I got to my office like a little bit late cause I was just celebrating and I'm like, I'm not going to go t- to work on Let's time. Sleep in. Um, so at, so at uh, 11 I get to work and they have, since I work at a church, so there's no like champagne, they got sparkling grape juice <laughs> in plastic champagne flutes. <laughs> this is the funniest thing I've ever heard. 15 people rushed into my office so, like, were they, like, clapping, and started cheering, cheering. Arthur, the like, toasting Arthur, you. 
the contemporary pastor ran in and chest bumped me. Oh my god! And as if I had just won the World Series. Yeah, like you everyone, basically did. Everyone at church has been so excited for me that my team has won, and that I have repped the Astros harder than so anybody. Hard. In the bad times. And I've been trolled by Rangers fans for four years here. Four years. And finally, it all worked out. So we all did a cheers to the That's Astros. so cute. And it was it's hysterical. It's honestly adorable. And, and I wish you would have gotten a picture and of that. It made, and it just made my whole That day. is so cute. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So shout out to St. Andrew for being a great place to work and for the Astros for yeah. being a great team. So even though I live in Dallas, I'm a bandwagon fan because my husband's from Houston. So I just... I, I didn't have strong ties to any Dallas team because I don't really like sports that much. But I have jumped on the Houston sports You aren't bandwagon. like a bandwagon fan. You're just like a transplant fan. Sure. Where we transplanted you Love from by Dallas. through marriage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. I married you. Hey, you have gone to the past four opening day games. I have. Um, I feel cool. So your dedication is, is a lot stronger than current Astros fans. I like that. Because some people literally just jumped on for this season. True. You at least knew who George Springer was I before did. the season started. I knew Altuve, Correa. I knew them all. Yeah. That's true. All right. Well, this is the end of the podcast. One of our longest episodes, actually. Well, it was a very important topic that... Took, I know. Took precedence and deliberation the- and a very important conversation that's why we waited so so long to do this podcast because we needed to get a few podcasts under our belt yes we couldn't just just, jump in with this yeah 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 yeah. no this one was just too special too special um all right well thank you so much for listening um don't forget to subscribe and to um review give us a, a rating on itunes leave us a review like for real for real like if you're like one of those people who texts me and says, Michael, I love your podcast, or I see you randomly, um, you should leave us a review so other people know that you listen. All right. Thanks again, and we will see you on the next show with our special guest, Aaron. Yeah, it's, it's going to be fantastic. All right. Thanks for listening. Peace. Bye. Like Tarzan and Jane, girl, you'll be in my heart. I will fight Jafar with all the Robin Hood starts. Beat the crook, Captain Hook, and any evil that embarks. If baby starts to leave his mark, I'll send him to a pit so dark you can't see light. Oh, come here, my Snow White, to have a princess for a wife. Yeah, that'd be alright. Chilling up in the castle all day and night. Girl, you're in the middle of my circle of life.